yo episode four we back two i got a story to tell now y'all know what i always do before i get into the story i have to give somebody their flowers and this week i want to give flowers to my son heart chandler wilson i'm giving flowers to this dude because period point blank i think he's a dope person I think he's a very dope individual. After you have kids, you know, us as parents, our, our view on life changes, our approach to life changes. And this is no different, you know, in this situation. Heart, I want you to never stop thinking, going, believing, moving, driving, experiencing life how you do it anything you want to do you can do it i know you uh won't be listening to this no time soon um but in the event down the road you do i want you to know to know this i love you um i'm always going to love you i'm always going to support anything you want to do and those around you in our circle will do the same Never stop being who you are. Always be heart. And with that being said, y'all, let's hop into it. I got a story to tell. Yo, so ironic thing about today's story is today's story marks the actual date, the anniversary of why and when I started to hate the Kappas. September 16th, 1996 is when my hate and disdain for the Kappas began. But for today's story, we're gonna have to go back a little further to get to where we need to go with this story. So, the year is 1991. I'm in middle school. My family has just moved from the Fay Apartments to Corain Township. We're living on a street called Niagara. Um, my brother's in high school, my sister Trina is in her second year at Central State University. So at the time, my mom has been sick. Um, my entire life, my mother battled with a disease called sarcoidosis, which claimed the life of Bernie Mac, which Floyd Mayweather Sr. battles with and Tisha Campbell battles with. So my entire life, my mom has had, you know, stays and stints in and out of the hospital. So around this time, my mother is a little ill. And one Saturday night, my brother and I decide we're going to walk to the store. It's snow, it's cold, but we don't care. We're just going to walk to the store. I think it was called Dairy Mart. So my brother and I leave. Now, my sister is home from college. So my brother and I leave. We go to Dairy Mart. Get what we're getting, you know, snacks, whatever. Walking back to the crib, 
we get to the crib there's a car in the driveway i'm like whose car is this because we don't own a car my mother's never driven a car we walk in the crib there's two cats sitting on the couch in red jackets talking to my sister i walk in i'm looking like you know who are these cats the only thing i'm looking at their jacket and they have a k a a and a funny looking y on the jacket they talk with my sister probably about an hour hour and a half it's time for them to leave they go outside they're like stepping twirling canes and i'm just looking in amazement like damn that's dope so once they leave i ask my sister i'm like yo trina like what are they and she was like they're kappas I was like, well, shit, how, how do I become one of them? And she was like, you got to go to college. So I'm like, cool, bet. In my mind, I had it made up right then. Again, I'm in middle school. I'm like, I'm going to be one of them. Now, fast forward. 1996. I'm a senior in high school. Just graduated from high school. And it's the summertime. Me... And my boy Kev Keys, shout out my boy Keys, love you boy. He and I are working at the car wash and we're going to go to college together. He and I were gonna be roommates with two other dudes that we don't know. So every day, me and my boy Keys, we go to work at the car wash, come back to either my crib or I'm down at his house. That's just how it was, we was always together. So, mid-summer, we have to go to an orientation. Now, we've already been accepted to the university we're going to, but we have to go to an orientation. Orientation consists of us going to the university, which is about an hour away from where we live in Cincinnati, going to the university on a Friday morning early, getting there, meeting everybody, staying on campus overnight in the dorms, and then leave and go back to where you're from that Saturday. So. We had another partner who was going to school with us too, named Dante. Shout out my boy Dante Harris. So all three of us are going. So we decide we're gonna spend the night at Dante's crib. Since he drives, we're gonna drive up to the university for the orientation. Thursday night comes, we go to Tay's crib, spend the night, get up super early Friday morning. Cause we gotta be there by like seven or eight, something like that. So we get up super early, drive up to where we're going to school go inside the multi-purpose room. Now, the multi-purpose room is this huge room. In that room, they got tables set up, they got breakfast, all this. You have to get your name tag and your information and you go to whatever table you're supposed to be sitting at. So, of course, we're separated. All three of us, we're not in the same group. I go sit down at the table I'm supposed to be sitting at. I'm cool, minding my own business, feeling myself because I got on Tommy jeans, Tommy shirt, Tommy hat. I'm feeling myself. Smelling good, too. I think I might have had on some Tommy cologne. Anyway, it's 1996. So get to the table. Some random nigga come sits down by me. I'm already looking at old buddy weird because I'm like, nigga, you out here in a full suit. It's summertime. It's hot as shit outside. So I know like you got some other shit going on. So he sits down again. I'm minding my own business. He says to me, 
in this weird ass voice, like monotone, like, hey, where are you from? I want to be like, oh, man, leave me the fuck alone. But I'm like, I'm from Cincinnati. He was like, oh, okay, I've been there before. Cool. All right. That's my reaction. All right, nigga, whatever. He goes on to start telling me that he's transferring in from another school. Nigga says, hey, um, I'm transferring in because I was in my room and my roommate tried to set the room on fire with me in it. I'm like, oh, shit. Thinking to myself, he must hate you. Then he goes on to tell me that he's a preacher and all this shit. So I'm like, damn, buddy. And the nigga was like hella musty. So I couldn't even really think straight because I'm like, my man, it's super early in the morning. How you musty already? But then I had to remember you got on a full suit. But anyway, so they start taking each group on tours of campus. We're stopping in individual buildings, hearing from, you know, different professors, uh, different people who work for the university, all this shit. Right. So there's a young lady in my group. I'm thinking, oh, she fly. I got a cap. I got to get at her. Right. So I approach her. We start talking again. I'm feeling myself. I got on Tommy shit. Right. I'm heel figure down feeling myself. So she started really giving me some rhythm. She giving me the eye. She, you know, talking to me, you know, the whole thing. So her and I are like connected at the hip at this point. We, you know, continue to go on the tour. Now, the tour lasts pretty much all day Friday. We get a break for lunch, break for dinner, and then everybody goes to the dorms. So her and I, as the day goes on and we're going to different buildings and whatnot, we talking amongst ourselves. I can't hear shit that these people are telling us about this university. I ain't trying to hear. I'm focused on old girl. So go on, go to lunch, eat. Continue to tour, go to dinner, eat. Now, it's time to go to the dorms. In our group was some niggas from Cleveland. The whole day they talking about, hey, when all this shit is over, we're going to have a party on the second floor of Cedar Hall in the woods. It's the dorms called Cedar. So I'm like, Psh, bet, I'm there. So that night comes. Before I go over, to the party at Cedar with the niggas from Cleveland. Shout out all the niggas from Cleveland. Before I go there, I meet my boy, Chris Surratt. He's in a lounge. Now, Chris is, um, he's a student there already and he's taking summer classes. So he's there. He's not on orientation or nothing. He's in one of the lounges, him and another young lady, and they're playing cards and whatnot. So I go in there, you know, of course, niggas gonna bust spades. Niggas gonna play spades. Cats is playing spades or whatever. I, you know, strike up a conversation with Chris. Everything's everything. We get cool. This is my nigga to this day. Love you, boy. So I end up leaving, going over to the party with the niggas from Cleveland. They having a great time. Everything is lovely. Kick it with them. Go back to my dorm room, go to sleep. Next day. Meet back up with your group, finish out the little tour, take your asses home. Me and old girl meet up, exchange numbers, finish the tour, all that. We go home. I get back home. Now, if you're from Cincinnati, you know about Jazz Festival. Jazz Fest is like a concert weekend 
in Cincinnati. I got home back to Cincinnati that Saturday of Jazz Festival. My brother, some of his boys, um, they decide before they go down to Jazz Fest, they're going to have a barbecue in Mount Airy Forest. Uh, my nigga TD's there. Shout out TD. Love you, boy. Um, my brother. And so while I'm there, because I ended up going after I take a nap, I end up going and meet uh, one of my brother's boys, uh, D Stalls, Dennis Stalling. Shout out D Stalls. He's a Kappa. Meet him. He's telling me like, hey, when you go to school, pledge Kappa, yada, 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 all this, right? So I'm already, I still have wanted to be a Kappa since middle school. He's just reassuring, you know, wanting to do that. So cool. Move forward. It's time to go to school. Now, all other schools in the state of Ohio were going to school like mid to late August. Where I went to school, we didn't start to the third week of September. No, I take that back. Second week of September. So. Move in day comes. Move in day for me was Sunday, September 15th, 1996. Pac died two days before that on a Friday. So. Move-in date comes. Move in. I get there. My boy Keys, he gets there. Um, our two roommates, one cat Arjuna and white cat that we call J-Love. They move in. Everything's cool. The first night of move-in, my nigga Keys smashes this chick that lives across the hall because we live in a co-ed dorm. I mean, he has her to the crib immediately to the room. I'm like, oh shit, this nigga starting out with a bang. So, everything's cool. We go about our business. We walking across campus. Now, even though we moved in on Sunday, classes didn't start till Wednesday. So you got like two or three days to kick it. Monday, we walking around, we having a good time. There's a dorm on campus called Hamilton Hall. So, me... And my boy Keys, we live down in the woods in a dorm called Pine Hall. P-I-N-E, Pine. So there's a like a little party taking place in the lobby of, of I'm sorry, of Hamilton Hall that Monday. Me and my boy Keys, Arjuna, and our boy Jay Love, we gonna go. Now, me and old girl that I met on orientation were talking on the phone all summer leading up to getting to school. I see her there on campus. It's like, you know, like it was on orientation. I'm hyped. That Monday, I call her. She lived in another spot on campus. I call her. She says she's going to come up to um, the party in Hamilton Hall. Now, Hamilton Hall, when you walk in, Hamilton Hall has four floors with two sides to it. You walk in these automatic doors and there's a desk right there when you walk in. There's a big screen TV. Y'all remember the old school big screens and like like two seating areas and the tables where niggas used to bust spades. We walk in, old girl's there. I'm talking to old girl. My boy Keys and everybody else is like working the room, talking to other people, whatever. Me and old girl are talking. Everything seems great. I'm smiling. She's smiling. I'm up there. I had on some jeans, a blue button down Tommy with a Tommy little light jacket. Tommy hat so 
and some Tim. So I'm I'm thinking I'm I'm fresh as can be. Oh, I'm feeling. She talking to me. She got the twinkle in her eye. I'm just excited. But shit was finna change. In through the automatic doors walk. Ronnie, Paris, and Lamont. Now let me explain. The Kappas on campus at the time were Donnell, Lamont, Paris, Marcus, Ronnie, and Bird. These six guys were the Kappas on campus. Let me give you some background and explain who these guys are. First, Lamont. I mean, I'm sorry. Let me let me let me take that back. First, Donnell. Donnell was a cool, cool nigga, right? Now. Donnell reminded me of a lot of cats I grew up with in the Fay apartment. Nigga was about his business, handling his school shit, you know, on top of his shit. But you always had a feeling like this nigga might have some keys jumping in the street somewhere. So I used to look at him like, I like this nigga work ethic, his drive, all that shit when it comes to school. But this nigga, something about him says... He's with the shits. The nigga had a silver Cadillac, right? Nigga had, he was the first person I ever saw with a remote control system in it. Like, you know, a remote control for a TV. Now, I don't know. I don't know how lazy you got to be not to reach down and hit the next button to skip the song on the CD. But I thought the shit was flat. The nigga had a remote control to it. And the Cadillac stayed clean. Of course, you know, you know, niggas now niggas going to have a black ice air freshener. But most cats at that time was bumping the latest and greatest in Master P, uh, Pop, Big, all that. First time I seen Nell in the Cadillac, the nigga was rocking Wayman Tisdale. God rest his soul, former NBA player and jazz musician. He was rocking Wayman Tisdale's album playing that shit, wanging that shit like it was trap music. I'm like, oh, I can fuck with this nigga. So he was like the adult. But again, he was with the shits if he needed to be. So I, I fucked with Nell. Then you had Lamont. Lamont was a dark-skinned nigga with a shiny beard. Nigga had a full beard like Gerald Levert. God rest his soul. Nigga had a beard always fucking smiling, right? Old white teeth nigga, always smiling. Nigga was in gospel choir. Nigga was cool with everybody. Nigga was quiet. But the nigga would smash your girl. So be careful. Then you got my nigga PC. Shout out my nigga PC. Paris was an old Smokey Robinson looking nigga. Beige nigga with some light eyes. Y'all know how Smokey Robinson looked. Cool as can be. Nigga can get gutter if he needs to get gutter. He can play the other side, too, if he needs to. Everybody loved PC. The nicest nigga on the planet, right? Still my nigga to this day. I love him to death. He a smashy girl, too. Then there's Marcus. My fucking brother. Marcus was the baby of the group. Marcus was young, real beige nigga. Everybody used to think nigga was a half-breed, right? But he wasn't, just real light-skinned. 
waves and shit, right? Oh, pretty hair, wave hair nigga, right? This nigga was the biggest Atlanta rap fan before niggas really start messing with Atlanta when it comes to hip hop music. Marcus was on it. The biggest Dungeon Family, the biggest uh, Outkast fan, and a whack ass Raiders fan. But that was Marcus, the baby of the group. The only honest one out the group. Loved him some Miss Marla. Shout out Miss Marla. Then you get to Ronnie. Oh God, Jesus. Ronnie was a nigga from Cleveland. Ronnie transferred into the school from Central State University. Ronnie was an asshole. Ronnie was a jerk. Ronnie would definitely smash your fucking girl. Oh, nigga. He was going to smash your girl. Don't even worry about it. If you seen her and she was with Ronnie, it happened. So then you got Bird. Bird was the nigga that was a going to make sure the party kept going. He was going to make sure everybody was having fun. He was going to make sure there was dominoes out or spade. I mean, or cards. The drink was definitely going to be in the building. Whatever needed to be in the building to have a good time. Brother Bird was going to make sure it was there. Bird was good people, smart nigga. He was going to smash your girl too. So now that y'all know this cast of characters, back to the story. Me and old girl, we sitting there, we talking, she giggling, she key, key, keying, laughing at all my whack ass lines and jokes. I'm looking at her like, yeah, she going to be the one, all this shit. In through the doors, walk, Paris, Lamont, and Ronnie. These niggas walk in. These niggas have on their crossing jackets with their line names and numbers. Walk in and the niggas just stand by the door a little bit. Old girl I'm talking to looks over. And nigga, she's like enamored with these cats. She ain't even really giving me no rhythm no more. I'm like, oh, shit. <sighs> Ronnie walks by. He goes to, to, to work the room. Her eyes follow this nigga. I'm like, oh, shit. I already knew what it was then. She not feeling me no more. Oh, she not feeling me. She looking at these Kappa niggas. And right then, I'm like, I hate these motherfuckers, man. I hate them. Now, end up going back to the room, going to sleep, whatever. Me and her still talking a little bit here and there. Like a week passes. It's a party at Central State University, which from our campus about mm, 20, 25 minutes, right? Me and my boys, we going to go. We drive over to Central State. We go in the party again. I've been wanting to be a Kappa since middle school, but I'm also feeling like, man, fuck these niggas. These niggas walked in and took my shine. And the old girl ain't feeling me like that. So anyway, we get to the party. 
the Qs come in, the Sigmas, the Alphas, the Iotas, everybody stepping around. AKAs come in, the Deltas come in, SG Rolls come in, Zetas come in. They stepping around. I'm just on the sideline watching. I'm taking it all in. I'm like, man, this is dope. This is a dope experience. But something in me like, damn, where the Kappas at? I don't see them. Party going on. It's almost time for the party to be over at this point. Kappas never come through. Or they hadn't come through at this point. Probably about five, ten minutes left. The Kappas come to the door of the party. They line up. They stroll around the party one time and go right back out the door. Didn't speak to nobody, nothing. Walked in, strolled around one time, walked out and went and stood off by themselves. I'm like, oh shit, these niggas on some fly shit. I'm hyped. All these niggas got on blazers, button down shirts, jeans and dress shoes. These niggas in here dressed like... These niggas in here dress like, like cool older cats. Like the cats that your fine auntie was fucking with. Everybody family got a fine auntie that was fucking with a smooth nigga. He might have tooted a little blow or something like that. But the nigga dressed like that. Nigga dressed fly. So they came in dressed like the old school nigga that used to smash your auntie to toot blow. So I'm like, cool. I'm like, man, these niggas cold fast forward like two weeks there's a party on our campus the Kappas are having a party I got to be in that thing right because I know it's going to be you know it's going down so I get my kit together I had an orange polo some Tommy jeans some Tim's I got my kit picked out got my cologne ready all that I'm feeling myself I go over to the party. The Kappas ain't in there strolling or nothing. They working the door. They standing around greeting all the people, all that shit. I'm like, man, this can be dope. Go in. I'm dancing, having a good time. DJ Ron Hunter killing that shit. He playing all that shit. I'm like, oh shit. I'm feeling it. I'm dancing. I ain't dancing so hard that I'm getting sweaty and musty. You know, I got a mean two-step. I two-step you to death. So that's what I'm on. Probably about 11.30, 11.45. Cause the party was only from nine to one. By 11, by 11.45, close to midnight. DJ Ron Hunter throws on Touch Me, Tease Me by Case and Fox Boogie Brown. Nigga. Y'all know the beginning of that song. Where that shit say, like the beat, the drum. That shit hit. Now, mind you, I seen old girl in there and we've been talking a little bit. We done danced a few times. I'm thinking shit is sweet. I'm thinking, okay, I'm either going to go back to her dorm or she coming back to mine. So I'm like, this is going to be great. DJ Ron Hunter drops, fucking touch me, tease me. Man, the Kappas are lined up at the door. And these motherfuckers start stepping. They strolling in, doing a stroll. 
these niggas got their hands up over their head and they step and it's like clack clack because these niggas got on dress shoes and shit right like i told you these niggas they gonna dress smooth they gonna smash your girl so they come in clack clack on beat like a motherfucker and these niggas stroll right through the crowd people moving the fuck out the way like oh shit here come the cappers i glance over at old girl she's mesmerized i'm like oh these niggas again these niggas again that nigga donnell in the front oh nigga he's killing it i said god damn these niggas cold but i'm looking over at her like damn the hater in me is like man don't like these niggas they step around they uh, uh, they killing it killing that shit go around the party all the chicks mesmerized like oh shit i'm like damn man party goes on party's over with old girl go back to her spot i go back to my dorm room call her phone no answer i'm like shit that went that now fast forward probably about another two weeks we are like getting into like close to winter time at this point well not winter time it's getting later in the year but it's getting colder outside and i'm getting cooler with some of the cappers so one weekend donnell says hey mike we're going up to Bowling Green for a party. He says, my frat brother's up there having a party. You should roll with us. Cool, I'll go. So we go. We go up there. We get there to the Kappa house. We we kicking it. We pre-gaming. It's a great time. It's time to go to the venue where the party is. We get there. Walk on in. I'm like, man, this is dope. A new campus I've never been to. Bowling Green from where we went to school, maybe two hours or so, is northern Ohio. So get up there. Again, we're in the venue, partying, kicking it. It's a great time. Mid-party, the DJ drops a song I've never heard before. It's a young lady singing on the intro. No beat, just her singing a cappella. As she's singing, everybody goes ape shit in the party. And I'm like, what the fuck is this is making people go crazy? Still, the beat hasn't dropped yet. So everybody's like, oh, shit. Niggas are sprinting to the dance floor. Sprinting to the dance floor. When the beat finally drops, that nigga Akinelli, put it in my mouth, comes on. Put it in my... Y'all know that. That shit drops... I had, I had never heard a song like that. It had kind of a call and response feel to it. Um, so I'm so hyped about the song. I make a beeline for the dance floor. I got to dance with somebody. So find this chick. Now, she wasn't the best looking young lady. She looked like Slim Charles from The Wire. If y'all have never seen The Wire, look up Slim Charles. She had the braids. She had all that shit. She looked like Slim Charles. But fuck it. I'm feeling the song. I'm half drunk. I'm like, fuck it. Let's, let's go. We getting it in. We dancing. I mean, I'm dancing and I'm drunk. And I done surpassed the two-step move. 
like I say, I got a mean two-step. I ain't going to give you too much on the dance floor. Two-step. That's it. Same spot. At this point, nigga, I'm moving my feet. So I got a little sweat going, but I'm like, this the cut. Fuck it. Let's go with it. Dancing. Me and old girl. I happen to turn around and look. Ronnie. This nigga is weak. He's laughing uncontrollably. Oh, this nigga is laughing at me dancing with Slim Charles looking girl. So get done songs over with. Make my way off the dance floor. Ronnie's laughing. He's roasting me. And again, I don't like this nigga. I don't like this nigga. This nigga walked in and made old girl like lose her mind. So I'm not fucking with this nigga. This nigga never speaks to me when he sees me. Nigga always walk past me. You know what I'm saying? On some asshole shit. So. Go back to the Kappa house there at Bowling Green. We having a great time. At this party, they have this thing. The Kappa said when in the main party, they announced over the microphone after party at the Kappa house. Only Kappas and girls are allowed. But I've come there with some Kappas from another camp, so I'm cool to go. I'm cool to go in. So if you weren't a capo or you wasn't a lady, young lady, you couldn't get in. So, of course, if a young lady's in there, she sees I'm in there. She's going to assume I'm a capo. So I'm talking to this young lady. We sit down in the chair in this chair. I'm having me another brew. I'm feeling good. She's feeling good. We're talking. Ronnie comes over, hands me some keys. He like, hey, grab a. Uh, his jacket out the car. I'm like, huh? He like grabbed that jacket out the car for me and walks off. Like he's sunning me, right? So he give me the key. I'm like, this nigga, man. So I go get his jacket for him. When I come back in, she hits me with, oh shit, I thought you was a cap and walks off. I'm like, ah, oh, nigga. So now I really hate Ronnie at this point. I really like hate this nigga. Party continues. We end up driving back to school. Cool. And then the thing that sealed it. My hate for the Kappas. I'm on campus. I finish my class. I'm going to the quad. So I'm walking past Hamilton Hall. Walking down. What do I see sitting on the quad on the wall in front of Millette Hall? Ronnie, an old girl sitting down. This nigga has some ice cream. She has ice cream in one hand, her backpack on both shoulders and a Pizza Hut personal pan pizza in a box in the other hand. And she just eating the ice cream. She's smiling from ear to ear. And Ronnie has this devilish grin on his face. Like he's saying to, to himself, like, I'm going to smash you. The nigga look over at me and I'm like, oh, shit. This nigga like has really got her. Now, I'm feeling like y'all ever seen the movie The Mac? Y'all remember the scene toward the end when China Doll walks in? 
And instead of walking over to pretty Tony, who's her pimp at the time, she walks over to Goldie. She takes the joint out of his mouth, put it in her mouth, and she's standing there with him. And pretty Tony was like, like he couldn't believe it. And he tried to send Bob over there to get her. But she had already been peeled from him, right? So that's how I felt. That's what it was like. Ronnie was like Goldie. I was like Pretty Tony. And he had peeled China Doll from me. And I really, really, really hated the Capitals. So needless to say, a few years later, me, three other cats, had no shoes on, walked across something real hot. I love you, Ronnie. I miss you, Ronnie. Rest in peace, Ronnie. Rest easy, Ronnie. Until I see you again, Ronnie. I love you, boy. Yo.